Hello. This is an exciting episode that we're about to have because we have the third sister here with us today. Well, she's always actually here, but she she has a mic in front of her today. Yes, yes I do. We're going to let the quiet sister talk today. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have probably heard her in the background before, like chirping in every once in a while, but we decided to give her the privilege <laughs> of having a mic today. <laughs> I'm honored. Thank you. So you guys can actually hear what she has to say. So without further ado, the baby, the sweetheart, the never could do any wrong, Carl. <laughs> I did not consent to that nickname, by the way. <laughs> I do not like it. I don't think people usually get to consent to their nicknames. That's kind of the whole point. Yeah, but... Y'all's are cool. Mine is a man's name, like a middle-aged white man's name, and that is not who I am. While our dad is usually a main source of subject when discussing our personal and mutual dysfunction, we would like to emphasize the fact that having daddy issues or a father at all is not required to blame poor life decisions on your childhood or to join us in discussion. This podcast aims to create a safe environment for young adults to open up and reflect on how and why they are the way that they are and how to use or lose those behaviors going forward in a light, comical, and laid-back setting. Basically, we get drunk and get real about our choices, and we invite anyone and everyone to join us. We are an all-inclusive space. Childhood trauma spares no one. All right. (laughs) So, what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, well, you obviously know how we like to start Mm -hmm. the episodes with a little current events situation, so hit us with some some news. Well, this year I started therapy, so... This year, this week? Um, (laughs) Well, like two weeks ago, like in 2021. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I was like, new year, new me, I guess. (laughs) That cliche. Um, I started for, you know, being an introvert, hence the title, I am not an introvert. Yeah. Yeah. You have <laughs> kind of introverted tendencies. Yeah, I'm very nervous right now, if you can't tell. But you also have really loud big sisters, oh, so yes, definitely. it's easy to kind of fall into that category. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. kind of just sit and listen all the time. <laughs> so how has therapy been? It's been great. I'm going for like more than one reason, but today I want to talk about my introvertedness. I didn't really understood like where it came from, but my therapist said that introverts, they don't like small talk. Like Mm -hmm. they hate it and they would much rather have deep conversations, which is like something Sonia said in an episode before I remember. Yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, that's definitely me. I hate talking about the weather. Like, we both know it's cold or it's <laughs> rainy. We don't need to address that. I'd much rather have a deeper conversation. But you definitely need that small talk to, as, like, a segue to the deeper conversation. Yeah. So And inst- so it might seem, like, standoffish if you don't participate in um, the small talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's not the intention behind it. It's just that, like... Why bother talk about the weather? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I do think some people might see me as standoffish. Yeah. Especially when I'm in, like, large groups of people. I'll just, I'll shut down. Like, I just won't talk. Just listen. Because people genuinely have, like, good things to say. So, like, I will listen. Well, if people have good things to say, you have good things to say, too. (laughs) People want to hear that from you. So, like, in therapy, like, like, have you guys tried to figure out, like, like what do you, what's your guys' approach? Figuring out why you became an introvert, or figuring out how to kind of come out of your shell. Like what have you guys been talking about? If, 
Well, if you want to say. Oh, well, for my goal for this week, it was just to like approach one stranger and make small talk. And (laughs) (laughs) no, honestly, it's so dumb. Like it's, it's dumb. Like that's so normal. It's not dumb though. (laughs) It's not. But (laughs) it is like, I should just talk to people about what (laughs) that terrifies me. I would like to say earlier, like I won't get louder than this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, you guys are rubbing off on me, I guess. But it's, I had like went. And I work out at a gym, and I like a, like was about to like approach a couple oh different people, and I just like yeeted away, like I like, turned away. I was like, not today. And what like was going through your head? Like why? Why were you like? No. I was like, this person doesn't want to talk to me. They're in their like zone, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like they'd be like, why is this person who's been here forever just suddenly talking to me? <laughs> Try it like at work or like. That's what I did. Yeah. I was. We have to sign in. I don't know if it counts if it's a child. No, no, oh. no. With my coworkers, I'm a student <laughs> teacher. I'm a student teacher. <laughs> I'm student teaching. That should feel like that's important information. Um, I'm just saying. I don't think that checks the box. No, it thinking. wasn't a child. <laughs> it was a grown human also, being. Also, that could put you in jail if you're going and talking to strangers. Yeah, that could. It could. It really could. So. We were signing in, and someone had, like, this delicious-looking Starbucks drink, just, like, whipped cream and syrup, and I was like, I don't know what that is, but it looks delicious, and she was like, it's just sugar, and I was like, cool, and, like, that was it, I was like, I don't know if that, does that count? count? Yeah. Like, is that enough? Like, I don't know the, what, what was the your, rubric. What was your, what was the exact direction from the therapist? Was it just go up and say something? Because <laughs> you could just like, go up to person and just be like, I don't know. Um, Hello, okay. and then we'll go <laughs> like, they're like, were there criteria? Like, have she a full conversation. Just make small talk with a random person. And so, I mean, I guess that's what I did, sort of, because we're just signing in. And and she was like, you can even lie to the person. And I was like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this therapist, guys. <laughs> but she was like, yeah, if it's like someone. Wait, and, like, that's the worst advice I've <laughs> no, ever heard. No, no. Listen, 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 Linda, listen. No, she was like, you can like walk up to a person and was like, oh, like, I like your shirt. Like, I have like a sister, but like, obviously I have sisters. Or like, you have a brother. And you were like, maybe my brother might like that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? So like, lie a little bit to make small talk. <laughs> and I was like, why would I do that? That's so dumb. That's like, I feel like so counterintuitive. Like, yeah. it's like you're. That's I what feel I like thought. A, a lot of social anxiety comes from being afraid of what people are going to think of you. And like you. having to yes. act a certain so, way. Like, and so like, like I, I want to do the small talk to get to the deeper conversation. Why would I lie right out the gate? If <laughs> yeah. I want to get to that deeper conversation, they're going to find out like you don't have a brother. Like what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was weird too, guys. <laughs> that is so freaking weird. Like, hi, I'm lying to you. Like, it's okay. It's okay. As long as you're talking to people, you can pretend to be whoever you yeah, want. Yeah, I was like, oh, weird yeah, advice therapy. Yeah, I mean, I that's why know. we don't do therapy and we do this podcast. Well, yeah, instead. this feels like group therapy. So yeah, like I'm sitting on the floor hugging a pillow. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it's it's a plus advice. I didn't, I didn't do that part. I mean, I did the small talk. I didn't lie. I yeah, just, I. I feel like we should try to not lie. Like, yeah, just in all in all areas yeah. of our life. Just just your goal should be to not lie. Yeah. I, oh, what I was going to say is earlier when you were talking about at CrossFit, how um, like you didn't talk to the people because you're like, well, why would they want, like they would think it's so weird if some random person just came up and talked to um, 
to me. I don't know why I can't talk today. <laughs> but, like, just think of it in, like, the reverse, reverse perspective. Yeah. If someone came up and talked to you, like, number one, it, you wouldn't think it was weird. And you would probably actually, like, be happy. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants that social interaction and everyone's just afraid to do it. Yeah. So... But yeah, like, that's a good point that my hubby just made off to the aside that we are in COVID times. It is like the least opportune mm-hmm. time for you to start practicing social interactions with random strangers. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, so. that's an added difficult. So, so in general, would you say you like your therapist though? Yeah. Besides the... I mean, I've only met with her twice. Okay. So I, that one ad- advice was, I don't think great, but we she was easy to talk to. Okay. Is she giving you That's any nice. advice where you're like, oh, this is good? I mean, it was more like actionable steps, like what I was just explaining. Um, other than that, not really. I think, especially in the beginning, it's a lot of gauging like where yeah. you're at. Like the first one was just like, tell me why you're here. Yeah. And the second part was like, we just talked about my childhood. Yeah. I kind of had a similar <clears throat> similar experience with therapist in college. I tried going to therapy, and um, I was just, like, telling her that I wasn't connecting with, like... I, I joined a sorority, and I was like, I just don't feel like I'm really connecting with people. We had a lot going on with dad being sick, so I was going home every weekend. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just having a hard time connecting with people here because I feel like I can't relate because I have so much going on at home. And then she was like, yeah, sounds like you have, like, social anxiety. And I was like... I don't know if I agree with that diagnosis, but okay. And then she was like, so she kind of said the exact same thing. She's like, I want you to like go to a Starbucks and like go and talk to at least one person. I was like, I'm never coming back here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I have like, cause I'm in school right now while I'm student teaching. And so I have like these two friends from my class that like, will go out every once in a while. And like, it's just sometimes so exhausting. Like, I'm like, we're talking about things, but not really at the same time. Yeah. And I'm just like, this isn't what I want. Mm-hmm. But, like, I have to get through this phase in order to get what I want, I guess. To, like, meet people that you actually connect yeah. with. Yeah. It's, like, a, it's a lot of trial and error. Like, know. meeting real genuine friends. And mm-hmm. it can be, like, kind of exhausting. Kind of, like, is there something wrong with me that mm-hmm. I'm not, like, connecting with people? I feel like that's something I've had an issue with a lot, but so how do you think <laughs> this, this is Dad's fault? I forgot. We have to find a connection. And actually, here. I think it's I think it's pretty obvious. I think it's he doesn't very, talk. Yeah, very similar vibes. Like, like I feel like your personality aligns a lot with Dad's in a lot of ways. Not in like a total negative way, but just like you guys are more laid back. We're very reserved. I feel. Mm-hmm. But do you think, like, because obviously you were the youngest when, like, mom and dad got divorced, and you've even said before, like, you don't really even remember. I I don't remember the five of us living together. do you think that, like, if if you guys have similar characteristics, but if you didn't really even see him that much, like, how did those characteristics translate into you when, like, you didn't have that much of a... That's a great question, actually. Um... I don't remember living together with the five of us, but I did live with him in high school. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is really where it started Mm -hmm. um, to like, I mean, I always was kind of like shy and a nervous person before, but it wasn't something that would give me anxiety. Mm -hmm. And in high school, it did. It gave me severe anxiety. Like I would give a presentation and then the next class period, I'd be sitting there just thinking about like everything I said, people's facials, expressions, and I would get overwhelmed and I would just leave school. I'd be like, 
shut down. I can't do this. And I'll just like drive home. Um, and that was the time when I was living with dad and he never communicated. Like it was one word answers, even if he, he did. Yeah. So that's true. And that's such like a pivotal time. Like your high school years, you, you think you're grown, but really you're being so influenced by yeah. every single Definitely. thing around you. Oh, that is so true. And you were, you were like by yourself in that. And yeah. I, I feel like maybe like if even, so say like you were introverted at school, a lot of times people can go home and then like it be themselves and like express themselves. But then when you got home and you would try to like communicate and you were like not getting much back, it was just like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back into my shell even further. Yeah. So. And like the only person that was there was mom, but she also worked a mm-hmm. lot. And so like it would be me and dad at home a lot of the time. And so... I would just, like, seclude myself in my bedroom and watch Netflix. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Shit. Okay. Since we spent our first episode talking about, like, our first experience with dad that made us realize we're fucked up forever, um, (laughs) I think it's only fair that since, I mean, Carl and I are seven years apart, so there's a huge difference there, and experiences are totally different, so I would love to hear um, your first experience where you were like, ah, damn, I got daddy issues, etc., (laughs) (laughs) yeah kind of like your first memory of like being like you obviously didn't know at the time like when you were a kid but looking back like oh our relationship maybe maybe it affected me more so than I thought in my later years well as you guys know like the reason why mom and dad got divorced in the first place was because like dad cheated and got remarried with Carrie (laughs) that bitch yeah I was waiting for you to say that I paused Sorry, don't want to interrupt, but I'm going to. <laughs> I actually you're do. Good, you're I good. do want to interrupt. Um, did you? Kn- you didn't know. I didn't. When did you find out that that's the reason that they got divorced? Because I feel like for a while, we didn't know if you actually knew that was the reason they got I divorced. Found out around middle school, but I didn't find out about how mom found out that dad was cheating until high school. And that was because she called a number that she saw like on his phone like mm-hmm. a lot. And she called it and it was actually, I think Sonia Son told me that it was one of Carrie's kids. So like he was like interacting and like close with them as well. Mm-hmm. And when I found that up, that like, I think that is actually when I was like, I got daddy issues, I think. Because I, like, I can rationalize, like, 50% of marriages end in divorce, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least I think that's the statistic. I think it's, like, 55. Yeah. But don't quote me on it. I don't yeah, know. I think it's more than... Like, 80% uh, of statistics it's majority, are completely yeah. made up. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, okay. So I could, like, before rationalize, like, the majority of marriages end in divorce. And, like, that didn't have anything to do with me. But when I found out that, I was like, well, maybe it does. Like, maybe I wasn't a good enough daughter and like so he went out looking for that relationship and so I think that was really when my relationship with dad started going downhill that shatters my whole soul yeah it's kind of how I I think it's similar to what I said Mm -hmm. I just it was a younger age for me because I we always knew 
Yeah, because I just would tell her everything because yeah. I didn't have any care for her trauma. <laughs> it's like, I'm damaged, you're damaged too, no, come I think, along. I think, I don't know if it's you who told me or mom who told me, yeah. but I, yeah, I remember for a long time you didn't know. Yeah. I was like, I don't really want to tell her to like ruin her image of dad in her eyes, so... I never really said anything. Well, and the reason you told me was, I think, because you were mad at dad at the time because dad, again, cheated on mom with that bitch, Carrie. (laughs) And I was the one that found out about it. Yeah. To clarify, this was a... A second time. A second time. (laughs) A second time when I was in high school. This was like a full, what, decade later? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just about. Yeah. A little bit more than a decade. If you're confused, go back to the first episode. We kind of tell a timeline, but just a little recap. Our parents got divorced, both got remarried, and then they kind of got back together again. Both times that they separated, it was because my dad cheated. Our dad. Sorry, not just my dad. Our dad cheated on. Our mom. Ownership. So that's what she's referring to when it was like the second time it, it happened again. Yeah. yeah. So. And like I was the one who found out the second time. And then mom found out that I knew. And so since she talked to me about it, she wasn't mad at me because mom's the best. Yeah. Um, and well, you didn't why do anything about it. I don't know. That. Like some people might be mad that like you kept a secret. Yeah. And the messenger. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's you shoot key. the messenger all the time. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even really a messenger, though, so. Yeah. Oh, um, so, so you knew, but you didn't tell mom? Yeah, I didn't tell mom. She found out that I knew because I took pictures of the text messages because yep. that's how I found out. Yeah. And our phones were linked, and I didn't know that. And so she saw the picture. She's like, I didn't take these pictures. Kaylin must have took these pictures. And then. Yeah. She called me and was, like, nothing concerned about really even dad cheating was nothing concerned about like you hiding. She was just concerned. Oh my gosh, she must be wrecked that she found this, that I brought him into our lives again and he's doing this shit again. And she, what do you think she's feeling? That's all she Mm -hmm. cared about. That characterizes mom so well. She's selfless. Like she always puts others like needs and thoughts before her own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was just a hundred percent worried about you. Um, I remember she picked me up from school. She told me while we were pulling out of my school that she also she knew. That, and then, man. yeah, she told me that her and Burger wouldn't get divorced and then dropped me off at school. <laughs> she was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I have to go to school now? What the heck? She is a, she, that's her favorite move. She'll get you in the car yes. where you can't. You can't escape. escape. Like, it's either listen to this conversation or like jump out of the car and die. <laughs> I have had that debate many times. Yeah. But no, she told me that she knew that I knew. And then we went to Freddy's and got French fries. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's when like, I guess anger for you kind of oh, started yeah. developing I re- towards Yeah, dad. I resented dad so much for that. And yeah. I think that you started to notice that as well. Yeah. And like, cause during high school, I had to often like drive him to therapy or a doctor's appointment or just like, cause he was in and out of the hospital, be at the hospital. And so I feel like I started doing those things, not because like, I felt like that love and like support, like I feel like you probably should towards your dad or like most people do. I did it more. I think I like felt responsible for it. Like that was like my duty, like. That is what I needed to do because mom was doing it as well. And there's no way in hell I'm going to let her do that alone. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I tried my best. Being a high school student, 
to do anything to help. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure, a lot of responsibility to put on someone that age. Yeah. Wild. That's exactly what I talked about in my therapy session, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> who, who needs therapy? Yeah, who needs yes. Group therapy. <laughs> so before that, so that you, your issues with dad happened later in life compared yeah. to ours, but I think you also had more of a relationship with our stepdad than either of us did. Mm-hmm. Are there any like times where you look back on that relationship and think that it like has affected you later in life and stuff? All the time, because first of all, like I was really close with his daughter, Cole, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was so super excited for our parents to get married. And so then I think I was more accepting of him being our stepfather. Like I have like a couple of memories. Like he was picking me up from school and like I asked him if instead of like saying like stepdad, like if I could just call him dad. And he was like, yeah. Oh, wow. oh shit. Yeah, I did. <laughs> what? He was super excited about it. You asked that? Yeah, I did. Because at the time, at the time, he was teaching me how to ride a bike and how to swim. And that is something our dad never did. Or supposed to do. Yeah, Yeah. dads are supposed to do. Dad never did that. Instead, So you didn't hate him like we hated him? I honestly didn't hate him. You guys all hated him. And I I just sat and I was just like, I'm going to be quiet over here. Like, he was very, he was very religious and I wasn't really for it but I was younger at that so I at that age did you know you I think you can say that now that you weren't like you're not really religious but at that age yeah exactly what I was gonna say like I I was younger so like I think I was more like accepting of it and like we went to church so it was like a little bit more normalized for me Mm -hmm. um compared to you guys because you were older so you were like I think I should have a choice and I was just like I'm gonna go play with my brat stalls like Mm -hmm. it, it didn't really matter and so I think I was a little bit more appreciative towards him and had a stronger relationship so do you think that divorce like i guess affect i guess i'm, I'm guessing it affected you more than it affected us because we wanted it yeah was it hard for you i mean i think some of your um opinions were rubbing off on me like i was like i want to be like i want to be like you guys i was in like i think fourth. she might have sister issues <laughs> I, <laughs> I i i was like in like fourth great maybe fifth when they got divorced and so like I was very impressionable so like when you guys were like shit talking him I was like yeah yeah yeah, okay (laughs) but I was like he's all right though I also think we are probably putting it in your head like oh mom and dad dad, definitely together because that that all kind of dream the the lines got blurred towards the end of their relationship and the beginning of mom mom and dad's. dad's again so we were probably uh, instigating that. Oh, I remember. Bit. We would lay in dad's bed all, like me, you, and Glow, and dad would all sit in his gigantic bed, bed and be like, can you tell us times about when you and mom were together? And I was like, oh, that'd be cool if we were all a family again. Yeah. So like at first when I found out that mom and dad were getting back together, I was excited. Then I found out I was moving to Texas and I was like, fuck this. I don't, <laughs> I don't want it. Um, so maybe that's also when I started to resent dad too, yeah. honestly, it was like a little resentment. And then later on, it was like a grown resentment, <laughs> but with the divorce for Berger and mom, I was a little bit sad, but I also knew the possibility of mom and dad. So I think that helped. So mm-hmm. I have a question. Uh-huh. Did you call him dad? I, I don't think I made a couple of times, but I don't think it was like a regular thing. Okay. 
Yeah, probably like it probably maybe felt weird. If weird, we were, uh, yeah. yeah. You guys weren't, so I was like, oh wait, they're not doing it. I guess I won't either. And they and Cole and Ant didn't call our mom mom either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to be the only one. Yeah, well, we were but all like, a lot older. I always thought it was kind of weird because we would call Cole and Ant our brother and sister because we were close and we like genuinely loved them and Love. excited. Loved, uh, yes, we still love you. <laughs> um, love them, and so I it was like, we call them brother and sister, but not burger dad. Yeah. So I think I was also kind of just trying to navigate that as well. That's mm-hmm. true. It was pretty complicated, um, but. Do you think know. that having uh, there were so there were five of us, so you had four older siblings for, like, I think pretty, pretty much five years, mm-hmm. and they were like in. I think in your life, the developing years where you're really like kind of becoming where a lot of things happen that will affect you later in life. Do you think that having four older siblings contributed to you like being kind of quiet and kind of sticking to the background a little bit? I mean, there were five of us. And so it was someone was always talking. Like, I don't really think there was ever peace in our household. (laughs) And so like I was perfectly content with just listening and so I think that did kind of affect how much I initiate conversation now because like I never had to because I had these four other people doing it for me. Really mm-hmm. big personalities. Yeah. And sometimes mm-hmm. like I would like talk and like tell a story like how I broke my arm. <laughs> Everyone loves that story. And I would start it, but like you or Cole would always finish it for me they're like yeah I could tell it better because I was like talk yeah <laughs> I do she talk slow because we interrupt her I you know, know who else it... talks slow and thinks about their words Obama <laughs> <laughs> I am Obama <laughs> when you give her the mic she's funny ladies and gentlemen <laughs> That was good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've been like thinking a lot ever since one of our cousins told us how <laughs> she knows someone who developed a stutter because their older siblings would always interrupt them. And I don't know. I've always thought about that and, and uh, the trauma we caused by just being. I'm loud not gonna lie. Like I still do it because you sometimes you talk so slow, and I'm just and like, get the words. Oh, well, like, and sometimes oh I do it too still. Like, I will look at you and be like, answer for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'll be like, she knows the answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's just a comfort zone thing. Yeah. I think it's very typical of a young, like, the youngest child. See, I always thought the youngest child was, like, really rebellious because their parents kind of just gave up at that point. <laughs> I am, I'm not that. I'm very, like, I'm a shut-in a little bit. And, like, I don't think the typical youngest child. Yeah, I don't know. I think during the time that you could have been wild or that wildness could have started kind of got rolled over because of the situation. Like you got when dad got sick. Well, dad got sick and you moved. Like, so like maybe if you were still in your original town, you would have been like, had the confidence to be like, yeah, whatever. I can do whatever (laughs) I want with people that I know and I'm comfortable with. But you didn't really have that. So you got completely uprooted Yeah, I think about that a lot. Like, I wonder what would have happened if mom and I stayed in Elgin. I definitely wouldn't have graduated early. Yeah. Because a part of it was just like, I hate high school. I hate 
all the small, high school is just like constant small talk I feel <laughs> and I hated it so I was like I'm gonna graduate early that was the sole purpose just because like, I hated that interaction and then the majority of my college was actually online before COVID happened too I was like this is just easier yeah so yeah it was just easier to be anti-social. it was just easier to be anti-social <laughs> and also the classes were just easier because they were online yeah, yeah but. I was like this is perfect oh that's funny I hope your therapist hears this. We're like I'll undoing, send her. A, I'll send her a link. <laughs> we're like undoing all of her progress <laughs> in one false swoop. Uh, no, I told her I was coming on here, and she was like, "That's bold." I was like, I don't, "I don't know if that's like." It was like weird how she said it. I was like, it "Sounds like negative, but I'm doing it." <laughs> and you're doing great. How's your? I guess maybe like your relationship with dad now. Um. I mean, I would say pretty similar to high school. Like, I love him, but there is still some resentment there. And I think it will be lasting. But I do see that he cares. He's just a difficult man and doesn't, I don't think, know how to express it very well. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen so many different versions of that man, and each and every one does not know how to express it. Am I right? The common, yeah. I mean, the main version I've seen is the current one, to be honest. That's true. The current one being? Like, quiet, reserved, just doesn't talk. Mm -hmm. And just, like, not very affectionate. He's not an affectionate person. Oh, yeah, person. I'm saying it's always been true, but, like, right now it's kind of like, oh, he's sick. Yeah. So that makes sense why he mm-hmm. is that way. But we've seen him be, you know, bubbly for him and still <laughs> all of those things, you know, and healthy and still all of those things. and All of what yeah. things? I'm kind of lost. What? Sorry. Uh, reserved, quiet, oh, unaffectionate. All of those things have always stayed true. Yeah. To his core. And... Like, it makes sense. I would say grandma's not quiet or reserved, but she doesn't show affection the way, like, mom's side of the family does. That's Mm -hmm. true. You know, it's much more like, you know I love you. I'll cook you food. (laughs) Well, I hope that this was a better experience than you expected. You were nervous. I was so nervous, guys. Look how good you did. Yeah, you started... became a natural so let it be a lesson huh maybe if you try those things that make you nervous <laughs> and scared that but and we're having hear what you have to say but we're having deep conversations <laughs> that's not the same thing i don't like small talk we completely skipped small talk and literally went for the deepest conversation <laughs> we could possibly do that's true but you were still nervous about it and it was a good outcome which means that could still be true yeah. about the small talk stuff too small talk can be like yeah, no, I don't, yeah, really I don't really like it either. Sucks. You just have to do it. I don't understand. Like, a lot of people hate it, so why do we do it? <laughs> you can't just, like, go up to someone and be like, you do you have yeah, anxiety? You can. You can. You, you can. <laughs> just, like, there was this uh, mnemonic that someone. Who's talking slow now? <laughs> someone told me before when, like, trying to get to know someone to kind of, like, skip the small talk I think it's like first you ask where you're from then family hobbies 
I think it, I can't remember, but there was a mnemonic for it, and, like, you don't, so you don't have to automatically, like, I mean, you don't have to have a small talk, like, you can literally ask someone, like, where are you from, and then, like, oh, do you have, like, siblings, and then that, when, then, when you can, like, build that connection, like, oh, you have a brother, I have two sisters, I don't know what it's like to have a brother, like, that's when the conversation is past the small talk. I can't remember the exact order and mnemonic that it was, but it kind of helps you like get to know a person and skip the whole like kind of awkward See, first part. I feel like that was more helpful than my therapist. <laughs> Instead of going up and lying to someone. <laughs> yeah, let's circle back to that for a second. I thought it was so weird. I just nodded. I was like, all right, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do that. Well, my point is, I think you did awesome. I think it's important to take risks sometimes. And it usually yields pretty cool cool results, if not lessons. And what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. I'm just a... That was a rhetorical yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to Literally say... Literally nothing. Nothing bad can happen from going up and talking to someone unless they're a murderer. Oh, that's true. I don't know. That's always... I mean, there's a lot of... I have... I won't get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. I have a theory. But Are we going to start a murder mystery podcast? <laughs> Too many. Oversaturated. <laughs> Oversaturated, yes. We're going to stick to the therapy, comedic therapy field, which, by the way, is also oversaturated. <laughs> Carl, thank you for pushing your nerves aside and joining us today. I think it was awesome. It was awesome for me to hear your I, point I of view. I found things out I didn't even know. I had no idea. <laughs> I did not know you wanted to call Burger Dad. That's going to really... I'm yeah. going to be thinking about it all day. Um, yeah. But I hope it was as fun for you as it was for us. Lots of fun. It was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Awesome. Yeah. And I hope that we can have you back again because it feels really like good to have all three of us here and speaking from these different points of view. Yeah. It's crazy how our... Memories are also different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the only way I'm coming back is if you change my nickname. <laughs> no, you can have the listeners pick one for me. <laughs> we can try, but they're going to pick Carl. I really don't <laughs> want to pick Carl. Hello, guys. I'm going to initiate small talk. My name is Carl. I hate it. Change it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you like this episode, go back and listen to some of our others because we talk about our feelings a lot and it's sad sometimes. But also funny. (laughs) So go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at underscore underscore daddy dot issues. And Twitter underscore underscore daddy issues. Thanks for listening. Instagram's better, so go follow that instead. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. I'm going to take over Twitter soon so we can solve that problem. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.